Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Elemental Evan Podcast. This is your host, Evan Roberts, and on this show, I break down complex health topics from a holistic perspective. And y'all already know it is that time of year when everyone's getting sick because it's the holidays, the seasonal change of temperature and uh, being around more people, uh, probably lack of sleep and increased alcohol intake and and probably poor food choices all kind of come together to make up uh, this scenario for us in which, you know, our immunities are just a lot lower and it's much easier for us to get sick. But nonetheless, there are a few easy things that we can do to make sure that we're not getting sick over the holidays. So very quickly, I just wanted to explain a few of the things that I'm doing personally to make sure that I'm staying uh, healthy during this specific time of the year. So first off, of course, we're going to be out eating foods that we're probably not supposed to be eating. And that's totally fine, especially when you're sharing good company with people. Uh, But just remember that in between all of those meals is not an excuse to continue eating very poorly, right? We want to make sure that we're still eating very nutritious whole foods, right? And making sure that we are giving our bodies the building blocks of a healthy immune system. So making sure we're having still a good diet around all of these, what might be very delicious, but not very nutritious meals. (laughs) So make sure you're still eating a lot of really good foods. Uh, Prioritize that sleep. You want to make sure that you're getting good sleep. I know with all these holiday parties coming up, you're probably going to have a few nights where you're staying out later than you would like to. But nonetheless, try to get as much sleep as you possibly can. That's going to do ton of wonders for your immune system. Uh, And then also, of course, we're going to be drinking alcohol or many people will be drinking alcohol, which Just try to keep it moderate if you are going to be drinking and uh, make sure that you're staying hydrated and trying to really uh, detoxify the body of the toxins uh, as best you can, which personally, uh, a little spirulina or chlorella or chlorophyll will do wonders uh, in helping to detoxify the body. But those are some of the things that you can really focus on. So of course, diet, sleep, And then uh, making sure we're not drinking too much alcohol uh, because it does help to destroy the gut, uh, all the good gut bacteria in there. So we want to be very careful with that, especially since over 70% of our immune system is actually located in our guts. So it's very important for us to prioritize the health of our whole GI tract and microbiome there. Uh, But on top of all of those things, I do have a few supplements that I'm personally taking right now, uh, and they're very focused on immunity. So first and foremost is colostrum. It's one of the newest products that I've started trying, which if you're unfamiliar with colostrum, it's literally the very first milk that is produced from, I believe it's all mammals. So the colostrum that I take is from cows. It's a, a Uh, bovine-based colostrum. So this is going to be basically within the first, I believe it's 24 to like 48 or 72 hours, that very first milk that the mother produces is going to have just all the building blocks of really building your immune system and, you know, keeping uh, literally a baby healthy, right? Uh, So that is what the colostrum is going to be doing for you. And I actually started taking colostrum for uh, the benefits of the 
not even the immune system, but rather just the gut in general for better digestion, uh, which I did see some benefits there, but I really noticed the benefits with immunity. And that's actually the main reason I am continuously taking, uh, it's the Armra colostrum, that's the brand Armra. And I just felt that they had the best process for, um, you know, kind of processing the colostrum and putting it into powdered form to really keep a lot of the beneficial components intact and, uh, you know, alive and effective. So that's why I went with uh, Arma Colostrum. I'm sure there's some other colostrum brands out there that might be good, but this was just a personal choice of mine. And I really am happy with the outcomes because it's been, in my opinion, really helping my immune system. So number one was the colostrum. Number two, you definitely want to try to find a really good probiotic. I personally am taking the Ritual Symbiotic at the uh, at this current moment. So that's a pre, a pro, and a postbiotic all in one. Once again, your immune system, seven, over 70% of it is in your gut. So we want to make sure we're taking care of that. And a probiotic is a really good way of doing that. And on top of those two things, I also have been doing a green juice uh, most mornings, maybe like three or four mornings a week. The green juice I do is from Organifi. I know there's a bunch of green juices out there. Uh, AG1 is a very popular one. And uh, personally, I have tried it. I do like AG1. Uh, Organifi is just a personal preference for me. But with the Organifi green juice, I actually add a little bit of a powder blend from, I think it's Nativa's is the brand, and literally it's Kamu Kamu Berry and Acerola Cherry, and there's something else, I can't remember the third uh, item in there, but Kamu Kamu Berry is the highest uh, content of vitamin C in any food that we know of, so it is loaded with vitamin C, so I'll throw a pretty hefty scoop of that powder as well with the green juice, and personally, I kind of like the tart flavor that it adds to the green juice. Um, to me, a lot of green juices are on a little bit of the sweeter side, which I get. They want it to uh, be, you know, appeal to the masses. But I like to cut it with a little bit of the tartness. So I'll throw that in there as well. And then last but not least, this is the one thing I take all the time, every single day. And that's spirulina. So I kind of switch between spirulina and chlorella, um, just kind of depending on how I'm feeling, but uh, spirulina is the one that I've been taking here recently. And if you're unfamiliar with spirulina, it is a microalgae. And if you wanna hear more about it, I have three episodes with Katherine Arnston. She's the founder of Energy Bits. It's my personal favorite brand of spirulina and chlorella. Absolutely highest quality I've personally found. And I'm not gonna get like super into it, but it has over 40 plus vitamins and minerals. It's super good for your mitochondria. It helps to detoxify uh, your blood from heavy metals and mycotoxins, like does so many things. You really get a huge ROI when it comes to spirulina and chlorella. So those are the current supplements that I'm taking at the moment. So that's colostrum, the green juice with I add in the Nativa's little powder in there, uh, the Symbiotic from Ritual, and then last but not least, the spirulina from Energy Bits. I do have some discount codes for uh, the products that I just mentioned. I'll have them in the show notes if you want to uh, try some of those out. Like Colostrum, I do have a 10% uh, discount code on that one. And then for Organifi and for Energy Bits, I have a 20% discount code. So go ahead and check those out. I mean, it is the time of year where we're struggling with our immunity. So keeping it bolstered is going to be key. So remember, 
All of these supplements are amazing, and yes, I do see a lot of benefit with them, but it always starts with lifestyle, right? So we gotta make sure we're getting good sleep, eating good food, staying hydrated, moving our body, exercising, right? That's absolutely key, I forgot to add that in there. Uh, but those are the things that we really wanna focus on first, and then the supplements are a great way of really just making sure we're doing all that we can to really uh, bolster that immune system. So definitely take care of yourselves out there, enjoy your time with your families, have a great time, eat some good food, and just enjoy, right? We gotta focus on that community. Community is so important, so special. It is one of the key factors in longevity that we are coming to find is having a good community. So really take this time, be grateful for the community that you do have, and uh, just enjoy the time. Now, let's go ahead and jump in to today's topic, which is all about Movember, right? So uh, for November, one of the focuses, I guess, is on men's health, which is really cool. I think that's awesome that, you know, there's a time dedicated. I feel like there's a time or a day or a month or something dedicated to pretty much everything nowadays. But uh, nonetheless, I think men's health is something that has really been kind of uh, going, I don't know, It's it's been on a slippery slope in my opinion, like it's just not getting uh, maybe the right tools or being addressed properly. Uh, and, you know, we see this in a lot of the statistics. We see that, you know, men are like four times more likely to commit suicide than women. Uh, there was a study done, I believe, in 2021 that found that. Uh, you know, here in the U.S., I believe it's one in every three people, if I'm not mistaken, claim to experience loneliness on a regular basis, right? Like, these are these are really sad statistics, but they're also in my opinion, very solvable. Uh, there's a lot of things we can do right now. And of course, we're not gonna 100% eradicate like suicide and loneliness, of course not. But I do think there are some really very simple tools that we can start using and you know, lifestyle changes that we can implement literally today, right after this episode, and can have a really profound effect for not only the men in your lives, or if you are a man, but also for just everyone in your life, right? Like if you show up better, everyone around you is just gonna have a better time. They're probably gonna end up showing better. You know, it's like a ripple effect. It's gonna really spread out and help everyone. So I'm really excited to talk on this topic today. And uh, I think it's really important for us to first look at why are we having these issues with men in society? Well, in my personal opinion, of course, there's going to be a ton of factors and, you know, it's not just black and white, but I think there are really two things that play a huge role in why we have, I guess, what I would call unhealthy men. And the reason, in my opinion, that we have unhealthy men starts off with really not having a clearly defined um, idea of what it means to be a healthy man. Of course, when you're growing up, there's a lot of implied things that uh, um, probably your your dad or uh, adults or even you know just peers would have naturally put upon you, like, oh, you know, boys aren't supposed to cry, boys aren't supposed to show emotion, uh, you're supposed to be a provider, and you know, put put all the weight on your shoulders, and and you know, this that this that right. Not to say that some of those things aren't good, right? But it's all in context, right? Like we have to find out what it is that's truly healthy about those um, 
stereotypes, I guess, about uh, men or masculinity. And I think it's really crazy that we don't have, or maybe you did, maybe you did have uh, some awesome parents that, you know, really defined what a healthy man is supposed to be for you. And that's awesome. But I think it really does depend on each person, right? Like, what makes you a healthy man, right? Because that is going to be different from person to person. It's not always going to be the same answers, right? Like there's not just a complete set list of what it means to be a healthy man. Of course, there's probably some basic things that most people would agree on, but I think it's important for us to actually define for ourselves, what does it mean for you to be a healthy man? Like what does the version of you that is the absolute healthiest male version of yourself possible, like what does that look like? What kind of traits does that person have? You know, how do they show up and all of that kind of stuff. So that's my personal opinion is first off, we don't have it clearly defined. It's just kind of implied throughout growing up about what it means to be a man. And I think with that ambiguity there, you know, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. And a lot of the times we never actually sit down with that question in mind and actually figure it out. So uh, I think it's very important for us to really start there. And then the second thing is going to be kind of a lack of resources or tools. I think, you know, there's, we know of a lot of tools and resources out there, but it's not communicated well to the men out there. And, uh, you know, there's also some resistance. I think there's kind of like preconceived ideas about like, you know, if you, if you really do stick to the idea that, you know, men are supposed to like not show their emotions and this and that, well, it's going to be hard to, for example, like get them to go to a men's group or to open up or whatever it may be. But nonetheless, I think we really need to do a better job on spreading the information of the tools that are out there for men to uh, primarily focus on their mental and emotional health, right? Like that's really kind of the main focus here. Uh, physical health is important, but I think for men, uh, one of the big issues we're, we're seeing here is specifically with mental and emotional health. So those are kind of the two major things, in my opinion, that are leading to kind of a, you know, these generations of unhealthy men. So how do we fix this? Well, very simple. <laughs> Not really. Uh, it does take some work, but I do have some simple uh, tools and, you know, ideas for you to think about and, um, you know, some practices that you can kind of start putting into your life right now. So let's go ahead and start tackling those. So once again, first and foremost, you need to define what it means to be a healthy man. No one's going to define it for you. So it's the same thing with like boundaries. If you don't set boundaries for yourself and respect your own boundaries, no one else is going to respect those boundaries for you. So you need to define what it means to be a healthy man. Think of the best version of yourself and what kind of traits does that person have and how do they show up every single day, right? Like if we just think of an unhealthy man, like let's just take the most stereotypical like unhealthy man that you can possibly think of. You know, we have someone who is maybe, um, you know, a drunk, like really gives into their vices, right? Like they drink or abuse other substances, whatever it may be. Um, you know, they're not emotionally uh, controlled. They're very explosive and uh, likely physical and verbally and emotionally abusive. And, uh, you know, really, they don't know how to process their emotions. And 
really just kind of take it out on everyone else. They just kind of feel like the weight of the world is on their shoulders and, you know, no one is there to help them. And, you know, kind of that whole stereotype, right? Like that to me is, in my opinion, a very unhealthy man. So what would it look like to be the opposite of that, right? A healthy man. So just to give you a couple examples of uh, things that I believe are, you know, what would make me a healthy man and things that I strive to do. And so the first one is, to respond and not react. That's a really huge one. Uh, I, I see a lot of people who, especially with guys, uh, you know, if you say something, uh, especially guy to guy, if you say something to them the wrong way and it just really rubs them the wrong way, well, who knows? You know, it could get very verbal. It could get even physical. And uh, I think a lot of that is totally avoidable. You know, I think a lot of times people are just... Uh, you know, they, they, they don't take a moment to, to process what the person is saying. Uh, you know, they say between a stimulus and the response, there is this uh, short amount of time, but there is time, right? Like you could take time to think about how you want to respond. You don't always just have to react off of the first thought that comes to your head. Very likely that very first thought that does pop in your head is not the best thought to act upon, right? Like if you just gave it a little bit more time and sit with what this person is saying. Maybe they they said something to you in the wrong way, but they didn't mean it that way. You know, there's so many different ways of looking at this. And so I think it's very important for us to not just, you know, jump to, you know, jump the gun and react on the very first thought and emotion that pops into our head, but rather to sit with that thought and to process it and choose our response and not just react, right? Like having control, like a healthy control of our emotions, right? Um, making sure that we're choosing how we respond. In my opinion, that's a very healthy thing to do. Being able to choose how you want to uh, you know, respond to people is gonna really help on how you show up in the world. And uh, it, it's also gonna help out with a lot of relationships and, and a bunch of different things. So that's gonna be the first one is going to be choose how you respond and not just react. Uh, the next thing is going to be someone who is emotionally aware, right? So this is a huge topic and there's a lot of different routes to go with this, but being emotionally aware essentially means that you're aware of your own emotions as well as the emotions of people around you. So how often do you really actually tap in with yourself and see how you feel? Personally, um, it's something I have to actively do. I have to remind myself about it because I won't just normally do this. So, you know, throughout the day, you can be going through a lot of hardship or just, you know, unfavorable like circumstances in life, whether it's like getting yelled at by someone at work or, um, you know, getting cut off in traffic and, and having some road rage, or maybe it's an argument with your spouse or fill in the blank. There's a million different things. Whatever it may be, a lot of the times, this is just what I see with guys and I see it with myself and we'll kind of just like put that stuff to the side. Almost like, <laughs> okay, that happened. Well, you know, it'll it'll work itself out. Like I'll, I'll forget about it eventually. I'm just going to continue on with my day. But a lot of the times that kind of still is affecting our mood in the background. And then we start showing up as a jerk to everybody else, even if it's just by, you know, kind of being short with people or whatever it may be. It's these things that happen throughout the day, they are still having an effect on us. And 
if you can't recognize the things that are causing your mood, then you're going to continue to stay in that mood, right? Like maybe those things will dissipate over time, but it might take a really long time for you to get out of that really crappy mood that you're in. So it's very important for us to recognize if we're going through something. So if you're able to pretty much daily just do at least a quick check-in with yourself and just see like, how are you? How are you feeling emotionally? Like literally tap in with that. And I know that's a weird thing for guys to do sometimes to ask yourself like, how do I emotionally feel right now? But trust me, it is super beneficial to just take a moment and see like, oh, did that argument really affect me? Is it still bothering me? Do I still get super heated when I think about it? And uh, you know, that if it does, if it still gets you really angry, then it probably still has an emotional uh, attachment to you. And so being able to you know, kind of think through it, maybe even talk through it with someone is going to be really beneficial, uh, not only for yourself, but for everybody else, because you're going to show up better. And then the other part of emotional awareness is also being aware of everyone else's emotions, right? So if you see someone that's in a bad mood, right, like you can pick up on that and then understand that this person is not in a good mood. And then you can choose how, you know, you kind of respond to them, you know, how you interact with them. And you can avoid a lot of confrontations and, you know, just bad conversations, essentially, if you just take into consideration the people's emotional uh, states around you. So being emotionally aware is another really big thing that I like to focus on. And I think it's super important for us as men. So those are a couple things. If you want, go ahead and pull out a pen and paper. If you're obviously not driving or doing something that you need to be focused on, uh, then go ahead and write down like three to five things of what defines a healthy man for you. Like what would be the best healthy version of yourself as a man? And then go ahead and write those things down. And uh, you can feel free to pause this episode to do that. Uh, but then the next thing is going to be to find a men's group. Now, I know there's a lot of you out there that are probably like very resistant to this. It wasn't something that I naturally came to. I actually had a really good friend of mine bring me to a men's group. He was like, no, man, like come to this. It's worth it. And I'm so happy that he did uh, because I absolutely love the men's groups that I've been to. Um, granted, they're not all going to be the best men's group for you specifically. Like you really do need to find a group of men that you feel comfortable with, that you really vibe with, and that you're able to open up with because that's where a lot of the work is gonna happen and a lot of the benefit is gonna come from. So when you find a good men's group, uh, personally, a couple things to look for would be, once again, make sure you feel comfortable with those guys, right? Feel comfortable to share with them. Uh, sometimes a smaller group is uh, better just because it's a little bit more intimate and personal. Uh, but, you know, that's gonna be the very first one. And then number two, uh, I really like how the men's group that I go to, they really ask us to like take a moment and reflect on the week and kind of just Think about like, has anything really triggered you throughout the week? Is there something that you're really struggling with that weighs like super heavy on your heart? And if so, put a ranking on it from a one to a five. Like, where are you sitting with that? Are you, you know, a one being very lighthearted, like there's not been a lot of bad stuff this week, so you feel great? Or are you at a five where it's just like, it's the only thing you're thinking about and it is actually a, like absolutely affecting how you're showing up today? So I really like that exercise because it gives us a moment to actually reflect on how we're feeling. 
things that we're going through, which is super important. And once again, like I said, we don't often do this, right? It's not a common thing for us to just sit and think like, hmm, how am I feeling today? But it is super beneficial. There's a ton of benefit to be had in just that simple practice itself. It's just asking like, how do you feel today? Like, what is it that you've been going through? And by checking in with yourself, you can get a better read on how you're feeling and maybe how you're showing up in the world. Like maybe if you're being a jerk, it might be because some other things have been going on and it's good for you to bring awareness to them so you can work on them. So finding a men's group is super beneficial. You'll find people who are going through similar things that you are going through, or maybe they've already been through the things you're going through and they can just provide a ton of insight and wisdom on it. Uh, you know, it's also really cool because it's a time where it's literally dedicated to you opening up and tapping in with your emotions, which is something we don't normally do. As guys, usually we're like hanging out, having a good time with each other. You know, maybe, um, I don't know, you go and like watch a sports game with each other or just go kick it, whatever it may be. But usually it's not, not so much dedicated to you tapping into your feelings and talking about something that's like really been on your mind. And if you have a friend that you're able to do that with, that's amazing. Like that's that's golden right there. That's literally like basically a men's group. Uh, but nonetheless, this men's group is a time for you to give yourself permission to really tap into that side of yourself. It's what you're literally there for. So it, uh, it kind of takes that like stigma away. Uh, you feel more comfortable in being vulnerable and sharing with each other. Uh, usually it's a very confidential group, right? Like you guys don't share anything outside of that circle. So it's just a really great moment for you to, um, to open up and feel comfortable about it. So first one is define what it means to be a healthy man. Number two, find a men's group. I highly recommend it, or at least just a, I don't know, a good set of friends that you can really open up to. Uh, and then the third thing is going to be to do hard things in life. And I know that's like not a fun thing, but <clears throat> you, excuse me, you are going to come across very difficult situations in life. And, you know, once again, coming to this uh, respond, not react, we want to do the hard things in life so that everything else will feel easier, right? If you're able to go through something difficult, then the rest of your day is going to be a lot smoother and you're going to feel a lot more controlled and calm in the way you show up in literally your entire day. So for example, if you wake up early at five o'clock and go out for a run and lift some weights, the rest of your day is probably going to feel a lot easier because you did something difficult that day, right? Like early on in the morning. And that's why I also love ice baths for that reason. When you do an ice bath, there's just nothing fun about that. It's, you know, 38, 37 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is. Maybe like one or two degrees Celsius. So like very close to freezing. I usually go in there for three minutes. It's not fun. There's nothing really enjoyable about it until you get out of the water. Um, but when you do that, it just sets your day off right. Like you did something super difficult. Uh, not a lot of people actually are able to do that or, well, you know, they're not able to will their mind to do it essentially. And so when you do that, like the rest of your day just feels easy because you did something so difficult early on. 
And I think that's very important for men uh, because you're going to go through difficult things in life. And it's important for us to remain calm under that pressure, right? And to understand that, you know, there are times when we might need to hold space for other people's emotions and kind of be the rock for other people, right? Now, we need to understand that there's a shift between being the rock and then being able to open up and to vent as well, right? Uh, so finding that balance is very important, but I find that doing hard things, like forcing ourselves to do hard things like work out and, you know, get in these ice baths and just literally do difficult things really helps us to show up better because we're now, you know, we're, we're used to going through and doing something difficult and understanding that it's always temporary, right? There's always going to be a time where things are going to get easier. And then, you know, those are the times where, um, you know, that like, that could be the men's group. Like you're going through something hard, then you go to the men's group and you're able to share and open up and, you know, take a little bit of that load off, uh, which I think is so important because there's a ton of guys who don't know how to take the load off. They know how to pack everything on their shoulders and really just put all the weight on themselves, which is very admirable, right? Like that's awesome that you want to be that person for everyone around you, but you have to understand that you got to take care of yourself too. And that means you got to, you know, be aware of the emotional, uh, you know, the emotions that you're going through and check in with your mental state. It's so, so important. So uh, once again, I'm going to cover that. It's define what it means to be a healthy man, find a men's group and do hard things. And then last but not least, this is the last one I want to leave you with. And that is to do some meditation. And so I know there's a lot of people who are pretty resilient to meditation. I totally get it. It's not, you know, doesn't always sound like the most fun thing to do, but there is a ton of benefit in meditation. And one of the things that meditation does is it allows you to tap in with yourself once again, right? When you sit down and just literally you have zero distractions and you're just sitting with yourself, this is a moment in time in which a lot of emotions might start arising and you know, it is a great chance for us to start processing those emotions and, and understand why it is we're feeling the way that we're feeling because it's very easy to stay distracted throughout our days. Even if we're going through some hard stuff, we have social media, we have TV, we have like countless of different things that we can just occupy our mind and attention with. So when you take all of that away and you close your eyes and you just focus on your breath, that is a great opportunity for us to start processing a lot of those emotions and uh, thoughts. And honestly, for me, meditation has been an absolute, absolute game changer. It's one of my favorite things to do in terms of mental health. I always feel a million times better after meditating. And the best thing is you really, if you want, you can meditate for as long as you want, like by all means, but 10 to 15 minutes is adequate to just at least tap in with yourself and kind of see how you're feeling. So it doesn't take a lot of time. It's free. You literally need nothing. Just sit down and close your eyes. Uh, maybe just find a quiet space and you can meditate. So it has been super beneficial for me personally. Uh, I stopped meditating for a while. Uh, just kind of had gotten super busy. So I didn't find time to meditate. And then I went ahead and did a uh, T-sit meditation and it was crazy. Uh, it was processing a lot of stuff and it was really wild to see uh, what, you know, a long period of time of not tapping in with myself, 
looked like when I finally got quiet and just was able to see how I was feeling. So highly, highly recommend it. If you're not a huge fan of meditation, um, you don't even have to think of it as a meditation. You can literally just think of it as a quiet time for yourself, um, a moment of presence, right? Where you're just sitting down and becoming aware of the present moment, right? So we're trying to not get super caught up in our thoughts of the future or of the past, but rather just really focusing on the current moment. Um, there's so many different kinds of meditations out there, but literally the easiest is sit down, close your eyes, take in some deep breaths and literally just follow your breath. Pay attention to your breath. If your mind starts wandering, come back to your breath. Just focus on the inhale through the nose and the exhale, either out through the nose or the mouth and just keep your awareness there. So, those are going to be my tips for today. Um, I hope they're beneficial. There are more, but I think these were some of the uh, more impactful ones, I would say. So once again, I just want to kind of uh, break down this episode and leave you all with some actionable steps here. So first off, the reason, in my opinion, why we have unhealthy men is because we don't clearly define what a healthy man looks like to ourselves because for every person, it's going to be different. And then number two, we either don't know about the tools and resources or we're hesitant to use them, whatever it may be, uh, but not having these tools and resources to properly process our emotions and our thoughts and you know really tap in with ourselves are a major reason in terms of why we have unhealthy men. So the best ways to improve your mental and emotional health and really just be the best version of yourself possible as a man is step one, define what it means to be a healthy man for yourself. And then we want to hopefully find a men's group um, you know, another way of putting this is also just find community, right? And uh, specifically with other guys, uh, I, I find that it just tends to be a little bit of a of an easier uh, space for you when you have other guys. Uh, not to say there isn't benefit, obviously, with uh, men and women uh, speaking and, and having community. Uh, but when it comes to processing the emotions and all that, I just really enjoy my men's group. Um, but of course, if you know you have a community of men and women and it totally works for you, by all means, of course, like whatever works for you, just find that community. It's super, super important uh, for us to tap in and check in with ourselves. Number three, I really believe it is important for us to do hard things. Life is going to be hard. Uh, there's going to be times where it is difficult and it's important that we prepare ourselves for those difficult times, but also understand that those are temporary and we need to also remember that there's a time to be strong and there's a time to open up and to, you know, kind of uh, let down those guards, right? So that we're not always keeping that bottled up and, and holding on to it. And then the very last thing is going to be uh, to find a meditation practice or at least a practice of just tapping in with yourself, right? Like checking in and seeing how you're feeling, checking in with your emotions, like take a few moments, just get quiet with yourself, close your eyes, really scan the body, see how you feel, uh, see if you have any emotions coming up. And uh, that to me is literally one of the most beneficial practices right there uh, because it really reveals a lot about ourselves to ourselves. So those are going to be the steps. I really, really, really hope uh, that you found benefit in this episode today because this is a huge 
topic and a topic that really deserves a lot of attention and awareness so that we can really, uh, you know, solve this issue and, and hopefully uh, at least not have these terrible statistics to look at, right? So that's the goal with these episodes are always to just provide you with information that you can apply to your life today and hopefully improve your health. That is the goal with this whole series. I just want to break down these health topics in a way that you can literally just take it, plug and play, implement it into your life and uh, hopefully find some benefit out of it. So thank you all so much for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate it. Love having you all here uh, listening to me just rant on about all of these different topics, but Uh, I truly do find so much joy in it. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're on, uh, please go ahead and do so. That way you don't miss any of the episodes. Please also leave a rating and a review on whatever uh, platform you're using. If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please go ahead and leave a written review. I love to read those and just see what you guys are saying on there. Uh, You can always reach out to me on Instagram as well. Uh, Please feel free to share this episode on Instagram and tag me in there, of course. Please go ahead and send this to a family, friend, or loved one uh, so we can spread the message of this show. And also check out the YouTube page. Uh, I do put up a lot of the interviews on YouTube, so you can go ahead and see the video format of those episodes. And I think that's going to do it for today. So um, I think this is going to come out before November is over. So happy Movember. Um, I hope you all are having some beautiful holidays. Stay healthy. Keep your immune systems uh, bolstered and doing well. And uh, just, yeah, much love and gratitude for all of you. I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day. Uh, See you next Wednesday. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.